We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lowry with 12 points in the second half. A nugatory bucket at the end. Non-impactful. And the Miami Heat, led by Jimmy Butler's 25 points, will take game one as they storm into Madison Square Garden and continue to roll in the postseason. Now 5-1 and one in their six playoff games. Butler with 25 to go along with 11 rebounds and four assists. And a little hug there from Trevor Noah, talented comedian. Nothing funny about Jimmy's game. It was all business today. Brunson, meanwhile, with 25, 5, and 6. All right. Oof, that was not uh, that was not the start to the series that anybody wanted for a variety of reasons. Um, not only the result, but the way it transpired. Um, you're okay losing games. It's the playoffs. You're going to lose games. You're going to lose games against good teams, especially. Um, even games like Game 2 against Cleveland. Um, it, you know, you... You deal with it. You accept it. You're like, okay, didn't have it tonight. The matchups, the adjustments, this, that, and the other thing. All that's fine. You don't want to be the team that was out poised, um, that shrunk on the on the big stage. Um, and you don't want to be the team that came off as, I don't want to say rattled, rattled is too strong a, a word. I, I don't know if I would say the Knicks were rattled today, but because they did a lot of really good things and they really did execute very, very well for at least one half of basketball and in parts of the second half. And I thought defensively, actually, they executed really, really well um, for the most part today. But there were some there were some glaring areas that the Knicks simply allowed. And, and look, give credit to the heat. Um, I, I, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to approach the series because I approached the last series saying I have a lot of respect for Cleveland. And then that came back to make me look silly. And a lot of people who were like, you overestimated Cleveland. I'm like, well, I guess you're right. And I came into this series and I had a lot of respect for Miami. And not only Jimmy Butler, but and not only Eric Spolstra, Spolstra, but just kind of what they do and how they approach things and how most of all, and this is what I think we saw today more than anything, how are they a great team? No. 
but they constantly, constantly, constantly bat above or hit above their batting average because they take you out of your game. That is what Miami does. That is what Miami does better than any other team in basketball. They take you out of your game. They make you uncomfortable in ways that you don't want to be made uncomfortable. And that is what they did today. And I'm, I'm hesitant to draw too many sweeping conclude. Well, the only, the only conclusion I'm not hesitant to draw is that this is now going to be a very, very difficult series to win because again, you, you watch enough NBA basketball and you kind of, like you see when a team gets the game you feel like they needed to get, like all the signs were there for this one. Jimmy Butler down with the ankle, five minutes to go. It's right there for the Knicks for the taking. I think it was a six point game at that point, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or at least after the free throws, maybe it was a five point game, six point game, whatever. It was well within reach with five minutes to go. And Jimmy Butler on one leg, essentially, from what it, you could tell. And then. The Miami Heat figured out a way a way to win that game and win it specifically. They didn't even have to score. They didn't have to score another point the rest of the way. I mean, the Knicks scored some points in garbage time, but like as for all intents and purposes, they did not need to score to win that game. Um, they needed to defend. And they and honestly, I, that's even too strong of a, a term because they needed to just take the Knicks out of what the Knicks wanted to do. Or take the Knicks out of their comfort zone. And they did it. And the two that's one thing I'm sure of. The two things I'm not sure of. One, the Randall impact. So Mitchell Robinson in this game did not have anywhere close to the sort of impact that we have seen him have for much of the year. I know he had 14 rebounds. I know he had five offensive rebounds. This was not the type of Mitch that we've seen. And I think part of the reason this was not the type of Mitch that we've seen is because they were able to stick Bam out of bio on Mitchell Robinson in this game because they did not have to stick Bam out of bio on Obi Toppin because it's Obi Toppin. It's not Julius Randle. So as a result of that, um, the Knicks adjusted their offense to their credit and they're like, okay, we're going to give you, if you're not going to stick a good defender on Obi Toppin, we're going to let Obi do what Obi's comfortable doing and we're going to let him fire away from three. Obi Toppin took... Um, more three-point shots than anyone in this game, with the exception of uh, Gabe Vincent, took 11 threes. He made four. You know, that's okay. That's, that's, I mean, they're open looks. That's about the minimum. I mean, three for 11 would be bad. Four for 11 is like the bare, bare minimum, considering how open those looks were. You would have liked, I mean, five for 11, all of a sudden, it's, hey, it's good shooting performance. So it's like, you know, you, you exist on the margins in the playoffs. Um, but that, took Bam off of Julius and it took Bam off of Julius and it allowed Bam to stay with Mitch. So when Julius comes back in the game or when Julius comes back in the series, God willing soon, how does that impact what the Knicks are able to do? Julius also a beast on the boards. And in this game, um, I think the Knicks out ended up out rebounding the heat 48 to 39, but they did not, they did not exert their will in the way that they have. And the offensive rebounding margin, the Knicks got 12 and the Heat got 10. That's not what we're accustomed to seeing from the Knicks. And I haven't even mentioned all the stuff that Julius Randle does on offense. And for as much as there is a segment of the fan base that likes to kill Julius Randle because the ball doesn't move as crisply and all this other stuff when he's not in there. Julius Randle is good for one thing. It's good for getting tough buckets. I know he didn't do it a lot in the Cleveland series, but he's done it. 
in the past. And he was getting going at the end of the Cleveland series. So I have a feeling that was coming. Um, we'll see if it still comes in this series. Uh, so that is one thing. No Julius Randle and and Bam could focus in on on Mitch, as my daughter is not happy with the Knicks loss today. That's uh, the second thing. the The third thing, obviously, is the threes. So part of why I am, and I say, I also I don't know if this is just in the Substack chat. I've I've noticed a lot of people talking up. About, I mean, was the refereeing great in this game? I I don't know. Wasn't great. Is there are the refs why the Knicks lost this game? I'm my my own two cents. No, I guarantee you. There's gonna be a lot of people who push back against that. I'm when I think back on this game, I'm not gonna be like that goddamn game. The refs stole from us. No, that's that's not how I'm I'm gonna think about this game. Um, so back to the threes, and here's where ultimately I am as far as like having difficulty reconciling with this loss. It was very 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 clear. My daughter's my daughter's clearly not happy with the fact that they missed a lot of threes too. Um, I'm having trouble reconciling with the fact that the Knicks obviously could not buy a three this entire game. They finished the game. They I think they ended up maybe did they hit some in garbage time? Not really. They ended up seven to thirty four from three, and it was it felt like it was worse than that for most of the game. Brunson took seven three point field goals, made zero. Josh Hart, who always seems to come through with a big three or two, took four, made zero. RJ, we'll get to him in a bit. Took five, made one. Quickly, one of four. Grimes, one of three. We'll get back to Grimes, too, because he only played 10 minutes in a game in which it seems like the Knicks were desperate for three-point shooting. Um, and uh, and we said, OB4 for 11. They were getting what they wanted on offense. Like, Jimmy Butler on, on uh, Jalen Brunson to start the game? Okay, fine. R.J. Barrett, go to work. R.J. Barrett went to work. It was the best, certainly the best quarter of his career in a week in which he's had several best quarters of his career. One after another after another. Um, and so that's what they were doing early on. And then they finally and then they finally switched um, R.J. Barrett or sorry, they switched uh, Jimmy Butler onto RJ Barrett and then Jalen Brunson got cooking and he finally got going in the second quarter and New York's offense scored 55 points in the first half, which you signed for every day of the week and appropriately enough twice on Sunday. And then when they started loading up to try to make sure that neither of those guys beat them or during the times that they did that or during the times where it was the obvious play to make, it would be kickouts for threes and they were good looks from threes and none of those three pointers went down. As we saw time and time and time and time and time again, they were good looks. Nobody was hitting shit. So eventually, especially in the third quarter, which is where Miami took over the game. And yes, the Kevin Love outlet passes to to, um, you know, Jimmy Butler helped in that effort. And I, I get that. And that was that was a big deal. But the Knicks stopped being comfortable taking threes and they kept trying to force it in, force it in, force it in. And were there, and were there instances of opportunities where the Knicks could have tried to generate good offense inside the arc through passing 
even though everybody in the building knew they didn't want to shoot threes. Like, yeah, it's possible. It's also really hard because the spacing is cramped, which gets us back to Grimes. And and potentially Grimes, was he not able to play more because he's just coming off this injury? You know, I don't know. Um, that's the, you know, there are a few different ways to bring this back to Tibbs because there always is a way to bring it back to the coach. The Grimes thing is one of them. And then obviously what is going to be the biggest talking point in certainly the national media now moving forward over the next couple of days, why not go at Jimmy Butler late? Look, I thought the looks that the Knicks got on offense late were pretty good. Um, they didn't execute, you know, and that's why I, I would have really loved for, you know, and the ball was in RJ's hands a, a few of those times didn't come through. It, it happens. I don't want that to detract from the fact that RJ Barrett had a brilliant, let me emphasize that again, a brilliant game, did everything that was asked of him near flawlessly, you know, had a couple missteps down the stretch. It, you know, it happens. It is what it is. Like, should they have gone at Butler more? Absolutely. And I'll be very curious to see what Tibbs' answer is after the game when somebody asked him about that. Do I think if they had gone at Jimmy Butler more in those instances that like Miami was just going to be like, throw up their hands and be like, all right, no, no, I don't. Um, and that's why I'm like not going crazy about that, but it's a big thing. And it is part of the larger storyline of the game, which is starting in the third quarter the heat of the team that had all the poise and the Knicks are the team that had very little of the poise. Um, and again, that became a Miami heat basketball game in the third quarter. It just did. Uh, it <laughs> really frustrating game. And it is what Miami, it is what Miami does to you. Again, I want to, I want to keep the fact that they missed a billion threes and the fact that those are, those were good looks. I, I want to respect that. I want to honor that as a real thing, which is why I don't want to give too much credit to the Miami Heat. Although, if Miami's game plan was like, hey, you know what? You know what we're going to do today in terms of like trying to just take our chances and see where the chips land? We're going to go ahead and we're going to let the team that shot 30% from three in the last series or 29% from three in the last series we're going to let that team shoot as many three-pointers as they want, and we're going to see what happens. And guess what? You can't blame them for that. That's called a good game plan. Just like I'm sure Cavs fans in the last series were ripping their hair out about this, that, and the other thing, and yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, the Knicks were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to let the people who don't want to shoot threes, don't shoot threes particularly well, shoot all the threes that they want, and we're going to shut down the other four guys. It's as simple as that. This game, simple as like, hey, shoot the threes if you want them. We don't think you can make enough of them. And they didn't. So credit to Miami for having that game plan. Um, it stinks that New York still can't make you know decent looks from three. And that's not really how their roster is built. They got around it for most of the year. They could not get around it today. Um, you would have liked them, even with the fact that they could not hit threes, show some more poise down the stretch of that game because that game... I'm not going to go so far as to say the game was there for the taking, but like, obviously there was an opportunity to win that game. I think the the lead was three at some point. I want to say, was it under five minutes or around five minutes? Like there was an opportunity to take the game and 
give the heat credit. Um, I, I, you know, I know nobody wants me to hear me give Miami any credit, but like, and this is where the poise thing comes in. Did Miami play a perfect game? No, they didn't play a perfect game. They didn't make every shot. They certainly they didn't shoot three great from three themselves. I, I don't know what the exact actual percentage was. It wasn't great. Um, but they made enough and they shot them confidently and they didn't, there were no moments in that game where you looked at what the heat were doing and you were like, man, the heat are really rattled or man, the Knicks really have the heat out of their game or anything like that. Like the heat continue to do exactly what the heat want to do. And that is why I think Eric Spalestra has the best reputation of any coach in the league because his team constantly goes out there. They does, they do what they want to do. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And today it worked well enough because the Knicks didn't do enough of what they wanted to do and they didn't execute. Um, We'll talk about some specific players, I guess, throughout the super chats and and what have you. I I thought, like I, I, other than RJ, who was again, who was brilliant for almost the entirety of this game. I don't think anybody played really well. I mean, Brunson had a stretch where he got it going there in the first half. He ended up shooting 11 to 23, which really deserves an asterisk because he was 11 of um, 16 on two point shots, which is like, you live with that every time. And I'm fairly certain he missed a bunch early. He also had seven assists. He also had five turnovers, which is about as many as you'll ever see Jalen Brunson commit. And the Knicks is a team committed 13 turnovers four from RJ. That's the other little chink in his armor today. You know, nine turnovers from the guys that are your primary ball handlers really throughout the game. Cause that's the way the game went. But yeah, I don't, you know, quickly, you would have liked to see him come through with a bigger game. Um, his, his impact has been oddly muted on the offensive end in a really significant way. He took nine shots. He made three, one of four from deep. He was he just looked a little off. Uh, and then there's, you know, there was some talk about Robinson. I, I thought that was as much about what the heat were doing to try to take him away as it was anything Robinson wasn't doing, but I would like to go back and rewatch that, but I'll, I'll defer to anybody's opinion on that. Okay. Um, that's all I got. Uh, want to maybe Andrew wants to hop up here to do the, uh, injury report and moment of the game. I, I have, I had some stuff for moment of the game written down, although I don't, I, I don't know how we're going to do moment of the game in this one. Uh, you want to do injury report? Sure. Um, so we'll see what happens. What happens with Jimmy Butler? Uh, something tells me he's he's going to be fine for game two. Although, with three days off, couldn't you just see Miami sit in for game two? See, saying they saying that they. St- they stalled the game they needed to, and now you give them a couple I, days off. I, I, I maybe these are famous last words. I wouldn't be shocked if the Knicks came into Game Two and and won by a lot. And again, because Miami is so sound in every aspect of their organization, just like have supreme confidence that it's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to punt the game, but like you know, I mean, look at what happened in Game Two against Milwaukee after they stole Game One. I was about to say it's um, literally the Milwaukee series formula. Yeah, yeah, you know, and like they're comfortable. Like Miami, Miami thrives in discomfort. That's where they live. That's where they want to exist. So that wouldn't surprise me. But we'll see. And then the big story, I think, is Randall. Like the Knicks need to get Julius Randall back. There's just, I don't know. There's no two ways about it. Um, we'll see 
you know, Mitch landed awkwardly. Is he hurt? You know, Grimes, is he still working his way back from injury? I don't think there's anything else to to mention. That's really it. Um, play of the game? Moment of the game? So, first of all, two things. Um, yeah. I agree with like 99% of what you said just now. Okay. What's the disagreement? You're, you're being kind. I guarantee you there's a big thing that counts for a lot more than 1%. Well, it's just the, the idea that like the Knicks could have stole this one. I actually thought looking in the beginning of the, like, I, I get what you're saying in that when Jimmy went down prime opportunity to steal a game that you let slip away. Yeah. I think if you're looking at it from the heat perspective, when you were down early, when they didn't have Randall, that's I, John, you have to win the game. Julius Randall doesn't play if you're the Heat or you don't have a chance in the series. You have to win that game. So if you lose that game, the series is different. So I actually leave this game not confident because Julius needs to play. And that's why this is part of injury report more than anything else. But like I, I left this game being like they won the game. They should have won if they're going to win multiple games in the series. Like you have to I win think, a game. Julius doesn't play. I think that's fair. The reason. New York came out and executed to perfection mm-hmm. in the first quarter. And really for most of the first half, I mean, again, and this is why they didn't lose their poise into the second half. So if you give the Knicks another three, three point field goals in the first half, they were, they shot 17% in the, in the first, they were half, three, right? six, three, three 16 in the first, half. three is 16. Yeah. So, what were they? Their league average or their average is roughly around 35%. So 35%. You figure, yeah. So you figure they're going to make three more of those, right? And there were a couple, by the way, there were a couple other instances in the first half even where they had some turnovers that were really particularly messy that felt like they took, they like directly took points off the board. So even if you give them two more threes and two more turnovers or, or two less turnovers and they convert those into field goals, you know, that's another 10 points right there. All of a sudden, it's not a five-point lead at halftime. It's a 15-point lead at halftime. Or what was it? Five, six, whatever. It's it's a it's a much bigger lead at halftime. You feel like they could withstand that. I think given how well the Knicks played across the board, with the exception of the shooting and those couple of turnovers in the first half, the Heat, when they got it down at the end of the first half, felt like, all right, we got it. We survived that. We got a shot. I understand logically what you're saying makes sense, but as far as tenor of the game, flow of the game, sometimes shit just doesn't make sense. Sometimes, you know, look at last year with the Grizzlies. They don't have John Moran. They beat the freaking eventual world champions by 50 points. Bucks, no Giannis, win that game by a billion points. Like sometimes that shit happens, and it's not like the Knicks haven't shown the ability to be very successful this year without Julius Randle. This isn't Jalen Brunson going down. It's Julius Randle going down. For as much as they need Julius, that is a significant difference. Um, and that is where their depth comes in, too. Yeah. Uh, you know. well, I just I think this is, uh, to your point about their poise, which is a good word to use, because I thought, I thought there was a rough whistle today, but I thought one team handled it better than the other, which is why I, I, I'm upset the Knicks lost. I thought... Look, not to make it a larger debate about Julius versus Obi, I thought Obi did fine in his role today. I just think this really showed what having that second guy when you need a bucket when the Heat are packing the paint, it's just like that, that's what that's the the value that Julius Randle brings. I, I don't know. I I sat there in the first half being like, if they could win this game without Julius, then this might actually be a quick series. But 
in the second half, a simple adjustment of we're going to make this really bad three point shooting team or inefficient three point shooting team shoot threes. And we're going to pat that screenshot I put up of Brunson driving and Doris Burke hit on it and five heat players are in the paint. And it's like, okay, yeah. that's why they're the, the strategy and the process of take a bunch of threes isn't a bad one. They just have to hit threes. You know, I yeah, actually don't I know. think the Knicks played like down the stretch. I'm upset, which is why for moment of the game, I have five and it's that entire stretch with five Oh five left when it was 97, 94 Butler had just gotten hurt. And can I just read you the sequence real quick? Yeah, so you have all heat that? things from over the game. Because it's that's the, the play of the game, the turning point of the game if you want to go <laughs> Yeah, to. of course. It's yeah. a Mitchell Robinson rebound that Kyle Lowry poked. Yeah. And that, that's why Pokes you away. have to mention Kyle Lowry's name. Because he's... Ah, he was great. He's the reason why the Heat won this game, in my opinion. He was great. Um, then a Vin- Gabe Vincent three that he was trying Huge. to get contact. He hit it. It was an awkward shot. He hit it. Then Huge. Kyle Lowry forces a j- jump ball on Jalen Brunson. Um, he don't score. Caleb Martin gets a block on Jalen on, on RJ on RJ Barrett. Next trip down the floor, RJ with an offensive foul that was forced on a screen. Um, then another RJ turnover forced by Kyle Lowry. Then another RJ yeah. turnover, which is a strip by Kyle Lowry. Like that's the sequence. Like if you want to go to poise yeah. and just a, a veteran yeah. making a taking over a game, but. Yeah, I I leave this game more being like, okay, this is where the value of Julius Randle appears. This is also where if the Knicks don't shoot, I, I'd, I'd be curious to go back and look through their playoff history. Have they ever shot this poorly in a playoff game from three? I you mean, know? probably long time ago. I mean, in the modern like, era, though. I, that's I what doubt. I'm saying. Like in a game, they took it. more than 10 threes or more than 20 threes. You yeah. know, it's why yeah. when um, I, I saw the, the chatter on Twitter being like, you know, why they why they're just chucking up threes. And it's like, do you see what the heat are doing? You, the, yeah. this is what they're giving them. If That's why I was more like, I'd love if they just start making some of these, you know, if they go 10 of 34 like, from three today, that's not a good shooting day, but they win the game. But you saw, you saw what happened when they tried to force it inside the arc. That's not, that didn't go necessarily yeah. well either in the fourth quarter. Like the Heat were doing a really good job. And, and by the way, another name we haven't mentioned yet, who maybe he didn't come up with a lot of stats today, but he's commonly thought of as, if not the best defensive player in the league, one of the two or three best. And that's Bam Adebayo. He changes everything you do down there. You know, you have to shy away from him. You have to honor him when he's around, when he's anywhere near you. Um, and the fact that he exists down there is a massive freaking deal. And even if his biggest thing was, for the most part, taking away Mitchell Robinson and the offensive boards, like his presence in the series is just so massive. Um, look, I hope you're right. I, I'm, I'm glad you're feeling good after this game. Um, Let's, hold on. Don't get me wrong. I'm not feeling great after this game. I'm just, this is a game if the Heat were going to make this a series, they had to win this game. Now it flips. Well, the I mean, side. if they, if they want this to be a series in their favor, they have to win game two. Like now we your 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 I your thought of this is going seven now has credence is more yeah. my thought. Anyone who thought that this was Nixon four or five, I I said six because I thought their depth would win out. Um and they honestly had a chance to win today without their all star all NBA player. So that's my thought at least. Yeah, there, I, and again, you had the conversation with Giancarlo 
about depth and like, did the Knicks have the third, you know, six of the best eight players in the series? Like, didn't look like it today. Like, it just didn't, you know? It didn't. Um, A lot of it had to do with the fact that, like, one of 16 from three from RJ Brunson and Hart, you know? Look, I, I, will those guys shoot better? Yes. I think those guys will shoot better. I think the Knicks as a team will shoot better. I think they'll learn from this. I don't, think even the fact that like we saw them have a disturbingly low amount of poise down in the second half of this game do i think that they will get rattled do i think that they will you know their confidence will be shaken as far as moving forward in the series no i don't think any of those things i do think that it is no it is significant that they lost the first game at home there's a lot of excitement coming into this game even without julius randall i think there was a feeling like the knicks could could take care of business here and they didn't and now you move forward and you see what happens but That's really all there is to it. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you're like me and just don't have time for food shopping, let the groceries come to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool50 and use code FilmSchool50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool50 and use code FilmSchool50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah. I'm, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. So we start where we always do. Before oh, the goodness. game. How are, the, how are these going to age? So I actually think Robert does capture the flow of the game a bit. So we started Great. an hour before tip-off. Um, Robert Cross. 
We'll get through these as quick as we usually do. Uh, Robert Cross, it's your boy, John. Tears well to my eyes with the news that Patrick would be in the building today. New York yesterday, today, and forever. Hashtag 53 wins. Yeah, it's nice that Patrick was there. Although, I'll just echo what Josh Hart said. Not that, obviously, they all know who Patrick Ewing is. But, like, none of these guys give a shit about the 90s. Like, we care because we're, we're old and we remember it. They don't care. Which is why Robert was commenting that he liked it in this moment, you know? Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. Doesn't Stephen A. Smith know the circus is no more? Need permanent residency in the clown nursing home? Hashtag 53 wins. I don't know why anybody cares what Stephen A. Smith does or says. He's not relevant. Well, I don't know. If, I, I think he's his, his basketball analysis is not relevant. He is no more. I've compared him to Mickey Mouse in the past because he's no more relevant than Mickey Mouse. Mm. Mickey Mouse is a prominent figure in our country. If you're a grown adult, you shouldn't pay attention to what Mickey Mouse does, just like you shouldn't pay attention to what Stephen A. Smith does or says. OK, next up. There's no more analysis needed. He is I a, don't pay attention a, to him either. I just Robert right? did. Good Lord, John. <laughs> you're on one today. Well, well, I. <laughs> I, 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 Stephen A. The, the fact that anybody pays attention to him is still keep scrolling if you see his face. Just keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. Put the TV on mute until the game starts. That's all you have to do. Uh, Robert Cross, it's your boy John. RJ Barrett will be the best player in the series. Hashtag fifty three wins. Um, the funny thing is, on balance, I mean, I think Jimmy was the best player today, but RJ was the best player for the Knicks. That's for sure. Yeah. If he's the best player in the series, the Knicks are still winning the series. Vincent Russo, RJ. Thanks, KFS. Oh, thank you, Vincent. I'm assuming that was probably early on. James Beard uh, of the James Beard Award, perhaps. This is mostly first quarter stuff, by the way. Okay. Long time listener, first time caller from Perth, Australia. What's going on, man? 1.30 a.m. local time right now, halfway through the first. Ah, let's go Knicks. Yeah, first quarter was that was a lot of fun, especially after the the heat got off um, to a quick start Um, and we and they've they, you know, they fought the, back from that. Those Gabe Vincent buckets in the beginning of the game, I thought like, oh, so this is going to be a Gabe, Gabe Vincent game. And it's like he did have like go five of 12 from three. So I can't say he didn't have an impact, but I thought maybe we're going that way. You know, even that, though, I thought was significant because like Cavs come into the garden games three and four. You could tell right away like those guys didn't want no parts of this. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Gabe Vincent comes in and it's like, nope, no problem. Five quick points. I'm good. Like, again, they're not going to make all their threes. But the notion that that team with that pedigree after what they've been through over the years is going to be rattled in any way, shape or form. They're never rattled. That's why they're the team that more often than not, not always more often than not consistently outkicks their coverage. Um, Robert Cross, it's your boy, John. Miami can't shoot. Miami can't defend. Miami's garbage. I don't know if that aged well. Eastern Conference Finals, Dark Horse is real. Hashtag 53 wins. Sorry, your team lost to garbage, Robert. Um, Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. Kevin Danishevsky and my X Factor. Introducing Quentin Grimes, hashtag 53. So Grimes made that first three, and I was feeling great about that. And then he only took a couple more threes because he only played 10 minutes. Um, One of three today. One of three. And that is like... Like if there's ever a guy that you want to get going from three and feel like if he puts up enough shots, he's going to get going. It's Grimes, which is why, I, again, I thought last series was going to be a Quentin Grimes series. We'll see if maybe this is still a Quentin Grimes series. Just certainly wasn't a Quentin Grimes game. What did you think of going with hard at the start instead of Grimes? Do you think it's a health issue or does he just... I didn't. 
like I, the I, like the Josh Hart. I think he now. I think he wants Josh Hart on Jimmy Butler, and I don't blame him for that one bit. I thought that I thought the Knicks defense by and large yeah. was very good today, and I thought Hart's defense on Butler, I was fine with it. Yeah, that's why I'm. I gotta be honest, I'm not upset with the process. It's it's the fourth quarter execution after Jimmy got hurt and the three point shooting. Like I'll settle for the Heat getting 108. But like points. the this is the Heat. Like today it was this, mm-hmm. and then after the next game that they win, it'll be like, man, today it was this stupid thing that's so annoying. And if we could just fix this, and then the next game, they, and then all of a sudden you're t- you're you're looking up, and Jimmy, and it's a Jimmy Butler three point shot away from making the finals. Like that's what this freaking team does, you know. Well, and it's I'm, I'm aware. I'm just saying in the context of this game, I understand that. I I thought the Knicks lost because they couldn't buy a bucket from deep. Yes, with a lot of good looks, you know. They, they he this, did game plan for that, and, and credit to them for saying beat us, beat us from three. But I'm mad I, the Knicks I didn't beat them from three. I understand the Knicks missed threes today to an extent that went beyond how they missed threes in Cleveland. I understand that fully, but they did not hit threes in any of those Cleveland games, and they figured out a way to win four of those, and that is because they had the poise, and the Cavs didn't. They had the toughness, the Cavs didn't. They had the game plan, the Cavs didn't. All across the board today, they didn't hit their threes. This was not the Cavs they were playing today. It was a different team, it's a better team. That's my only point that I'm trying to make here. I got you. Um, James Beard, need to change my Google profile picture. I promise I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I have been since 2010. Rowan MF Barrett, by the way. Mm. I love the Barrett excitement. I'm, I, I love the game Barrett had today. I, again, with all due respect to his ending, which was not great, how do you not come out of this loving what you saw from RJ Barrett? I just hope he keeps it up. Uh, Robert Cross, it's your boy John. T- to the front of the rack, to the front of the rack, to the front of the rack. Repeat after me, to the front of the rack. I don't so know this is that. sent in the third quarter when they were taking a ton of threes. And it's like, get oh. back to go one on five. You know? Got it. So, well, listen. And then this, this is the beginning of a theme. Okay. Way. Robert this Cross, officiating has been total garbage in the second half. Hashtag 53 wins. I... I, I didn't think the ref, refereeing was great. I thought, again, I thought it, it was not the deciding factor in the game for me. Um, others will obviously disagree. Manny, I might have to pay Tony Brothers to visit this offseason and show him about fixing games. Yeah, Brothers is no fun. What were the not. final free throw totals? I mean, we shot 20, they shot 29. 29. Yeah. Um, Robert Cross IQ has been terrible, absolutely terrible. Hashtag fifty three wins. Um, he's not. He has not been himself on the offensive end. Although, no, he hasn't been himself on the offensive end. I mean, there was a floater that he passed up in the first half. That was, I was astounded he passed it up and he kicked it out to. I think it was Obi for three and Obi missed the three. I've never. I I don't know. I don't remember the last time I saw quickly pass up a floater like that. That was strange. Yeah. Yeah. These next, I believe we're getting to the point where these are after the game. Oh, okay. So you want me to jump down? Um, once they get to after the game, you can jump down. I think okay. I'll be all right. Um, thank you, Robert. Gee Hooper then. I'm sorry, but you can't let Kyle Lowry outplay you in 2023 if you're Jalen Brunson. Everyone was bad, but he's our guy. Was not it today. All right. Here's one thing we're not going to do. We're not going to bash Jalen Brunson. The guy who this entire next season is because of. Um, guy who turned around their team in every way, shape, and form, and the guy who was again eleven to sixteen from inside the arc today. 
Jalen Brunson was doing everything he wanted to against the Miami Heat um, in every way, shape, and form. Here's And when he had to kick it out, he kicked it out. And you know that because he still managed to get seven assists, even though nobody on his team could hit a blessed shot from outside. If people could hit shots from outside, he would have ended up with a hell of a lot more assists than that. Um, he still ended up with 25 points, which is, again, him and RJ were the leading scorers in the game. Uh, the turnover is not ideal. I get that. Um, he'll, he needs to be better in that department. You can't, you can't have your starting point guard go 0-7 from 3. Totally get that. Completely agree. It is exponentially, and that's not a strong enough word, exponentially easier to be Kyle Lowry, who has the luxury of coming in and playing. I mean, it doesn't even matter how many minutes he played. He probably played about 25, 30 minutes. Played 30 minutes. And being someone who gets to benefit from the attention that all of your other teammates are getting to come in and then like kind of bide your time, bide your time, bide your time. And it's the fourth quarter. Okay. I'm going to hit some shots. It is exponentially easier to do that than be the guy that the other defense focuses on possession after possession, after possession, after possession, after possession, all the way through the game. It is, it is comparing apples to rocks. It is not comparable. Did Kyle Lowry do better in his role than Jalen Brunson did in his role? Absolutely. 100%. But to but to come in and be like, Kyle Lowry outplayed Jalen Brunson as if we are comparing Donovan Mitchell to Jalen Brunson in the last series, two guys who are on equal footing, that's not fair. And that's what I'm taking issue here with. Mythic Monty, they can't win this series without Julius. I completely disagree, or I completely agree. Um, I will never understand how the Heat got away from flop, get away from flopping in legal screens contact so consistently because they're really good at it and they probably practice the shit out of it. Like the Heat are an organization that they capitalize on every humanly possible advantage, you know, um, and they. I, I, you know, I think they have smart basketball players. I think they just, they know what they're doing. It's annoying. It's frustrating to play them, but like, it's not like we're like, this happens all the time with them. This is just what happens with them. It, it is what it is. You know, winning in the margins. Roger Fortune, we're not going to miss as many threes. I wanted to win this one for Randall to rest, but he's going to, but he's back for game two. We are collectively better than this team. Also, effing Tony brothers we never win with him hashtag nixon six um i mean game two is obviously a must win um i, I mean I, I hope randall's back i hope randall's back uh I, I think he will be but it's a short turnaround you know although actually i should i mean it's a later start so it's like 54 hours as opposed to 48 hours so that's good see if that helps Ryan Huang, what's going on, Ryan? Can't win shooting 20% from three. I agree. Um, lost so much momentum, missing shots, and it took everything out of rhythm. Totally agree. Um, it's just demoralizing, I think, as a team when you feel like... And, and, but again, specifically demoralizing when you play a team like this that knows how to take advantage of the fact like that they know... Like they, they, the Heat knew they were missing open threes, and they knew what the Knicks were going to try to do as a result of that. You know, anyway, embarrassing that Jimmy could stay in unpunished. Okay, I think embarrassing is a little bit strong of a word. Um, I again, I, I, I'm curious what the process was there down the stretch. 
Um, but I, I, I'll re, re-up what I said before. If you think them attacking Jimmy down the stretch was going to definitely win them this game, but you would have liked to see it. You would have liked to see them do it or try it more. And they were not trying it. Hush, Zoo. It's going to be a long series. I agree. Um, so I thought Nixon seven. Obi played as well as he could, but this team desperately needs Randall and his presence. Also got to throw this one away. I, you know, I think the best, I think the silver lining, your hope at least, if you're a Nick fan, is that they, well, one, they collectively have the confidence that they're not going to shoot 20% from three anymore in another game. But then again, that might be wishful thinking given how they've shot it in these playoffs. And two, they learn from their lack of poise. And like, that's not an X's and O's adjustment. I mean, you know, going at Jimmy, I guess you'd call it an X's and O's adjustment. But like, the Cleveland series was about adjusting the X's and O's. This is about adjusting maybe more above the neck. And I don't know, like, is that possible? Can they do that? Do they have that in them? I mean, they have been the most resilient basketball team I've ever watched in my life. This Nick team. They have gotten punched in the gut again and again and again and again. And every time you think that they are dead in the water, they come up like freaking Lazarus. So they're not quite at that point. They're only down 1-0 in the series. But in terms of learning from the fact that they got rattled a little bit in this game, they're going to need to... They're going to need to rise, so to speak. Rise again. Thanks, Hush. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? I already know I'm going to probably agree with a lot of what this is going to say. Put some respect on Julius Randle's name. Amen to that. His absence was glaring. Obi did his best, but he's not Randle. He didn't get out coached or didn't get out coached, got outplayed. This ain't Cleveland. Nope. 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 It is not. And that is not JB Bickerstaff on the posing sideline. Got to make shots. Miami will live with OB four for eleven. Oh, they'll sign. Man, give them the 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 page with the dotted line on it, please. They'll they'll they will not be able to sign on that dotted line fast enough for four for eleven. Because if OB's take that means OB Toppin is taking eleven shots from three in your game, which are. Shots that R.J. Barrett isn't taking at the rim and shots Jalen Brunson isn't taking at the rim. And in a game where you're only getting about 85 to 90 shots and that's all that these these games are going to amount to. If you're the Heat and you're like, well, hold on, you're telling me that Obi Toppin is going to take like 13% or 12 some point some percent of their shots and they're going to be from three and he's going to make four of them? They'll sign up for that every time. And that's what the Knicks are going to have to do because that's what he, at this point in his career, feels comfortable doing. Um, yeah. Well said, Haitian. Haju. Also, foul call is pretty unbalanced. Yeah. I agree. Don't think that's why they lost. Wasn't a great whistle. Dan Hidalgo. What's going on, Dan? How are you? Um, and thanks one more time for your, what you shared uh, after the, the last post game. But, was really special in case I didn't tell you in the moment. 
We became very one-dimensional without Julius. They just clogged the paint and dared Obi to beat them with threes. Julius Randle will be back and we will shoot better. I, they can't. Well, one, they can't shoot much worse. Um, I do think Obi will, or Randall being back will help. You know, that said, it has to be, if not the best version of Julius Randle, like a good version of Julius Randle. Hopefully, he's up the, up to the task. I think he will be. And yeah, I mean, they absolutely clogged the, the paint and dared New York's shooters to beat them. And and like, I think Obi was a big part of their game plan because oh, they were going at Obi, putting Obi in pick and roll coverage early, big time. And then on the other end, they were like, you know, Obi Top is going to beat us. Obi Top is going to beat us. And he didn't, he didn't. And that's the thing, right? Is it's like not all four for 11s from three are created equal. Um, these are good looks. These are open looks. You know, it's what the defense is giving you. It's like if Isaac Okoro hit four for 11 from three in a game against the Knicks last series, the Knicks would assign for that every time. Again, because it's what is it? It's 11 shots that Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland wasn't taken. And those were all open looks. And they were all open looks. And how many did he make? He made four. Well, you know, same thing here. Same thing here. I'm not. And again, this isn't the bash Obi. Obi's. He did what he was. What was asked of him, and this is about where he is as a player right now. Thanks, Dan. And uh, by the way, shout out to uh, my rusty cigar. I'm enjoying some rusty cigar red wine. Um, courtesy of my friends at One Bev. It's definitely help one, helping this one go down a little bit smoother. I'll say that. Manny, refs need to learn this can't happen. I'm really going to do it. Um. Got some quotes from Jalen Brunson here. Today, I was horrific. I got to be better. I appreciate that he says that. I don't think he was horrific. Um, And he also said it was uncharacteristic. This one is on me. I mean, that's what your leader is supposed to do. Um, Yeah. That's one thing your leader is supposed to do. Deadwords 604. Um, Tibbs resorting to old ways, not adjusting, unlike Spo today. Okay, how did Tibbs not adjust? Because of not going at Jimmy Butler late, or is there something else? Uh, or I guess m- maybe not playing Quentin Grimes more. Also, the horrible three-point shooting continues, so Miami clogged the lane and was daring us to hit something from outside. Yeah. Uh, hope Julius Randle is back for game two. You got to do more than that, Deadwards. Uh, you can't throw the coach under the bus and then not be specific about it. It's a party foul. Especially after everybody agreed that he just wiped the floor with the opposing coach in the last series. Sam Garcia, awful performance this afternoon. Um, I don't know about that. Again, like we have to start respecting the other team here. It's the same issue I think a lot of people had with the Cleveland series, the last series after it ended. And everybody was like, oh, Cleveland, you know, Cleveland fumbled this series away because they're young and they said, you know, they, no, like the Knicks was a better team. The Knicks took it to them. Do the Knicks do it in the most traditional of ways? No. That's why people are loath to give the Knicks credit. Well, guess what? Now the shoe's on the other foot. Nobody wants to give the Heat credit because they don't do it in the traditional ways. And you're like, what? This team shouldn't be the team that beats us. Well, they, they, they could do some things. Um, Rich McLeod outscored 14 to seven after the Butler injury. No excuse. Yep. 
completely lost your poise as a Knicks team there. Totally agree. 